Hey, y'all. This whole thing started as a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, saying, hey, let's record. Maybe other people will enjoy sitting at the table with us. The fact that you're here listening to us play D&D will never fail to be wild to me. If you like what you hear and you want to peek behind the door, I invite you to join our Patreon. By contributing to the Patreon, you can gain access to exclusive, handcrafted content, while also helping us pay for things like podcast hosting and logo designs. It's tough out here. On top of that, each subsequent tier allows access to the previous tier's rewards. The $2 tier grants you the title of Honorary Son, while giving you access to the patron-only Discord channel and a bonus entry into our giveaways. The $5 tier knights you as a hero of the Ten Towns, giving you early access to our episodes and access to our patron-exclusive one-shots. The $10 tier elects you to Ted Johnson's cabinet, which opens the cover to Fang's detailed note-taking journal and lets you know of future Suns projects currently in the works. Thanks for everything you do, Patreon aside. Without you, we wouldn't be here. The link to the Patreon is in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you out there. Thanks for listening, and stay frosty. Welcome back to Severed Sons, everyone. Hey, hey, hey. Finally, it's been a while, My but we're back. Already. We are a Frostmaiden actual play D&D podcast, and we are excited to bring you tales of the Frozen North and the Everlasting Rhyme. My name is Ron Murphy, Dungeon Master, and around the virtual table we have... Hey, what's up? It's Paul. I'm so glad to be back. That's me, Rosji. What's up? Hey, I'm Josh. We're about to get pretty real today, I think. <laughs> hey, it's Zach. We're going to get... Unreal. It's a. I don't know what I'm doing. Tournament. Ooh. Hello. <laughs> I guess. I guess we'll have to see who's right. <laughs> I, mean, who's... I meant in terms of that. It's you know we're we're playing pretend. Ah uh, yes, yeah, it's fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Claire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna top that? I'm not. I'm just and here. <laughs> we are. It's been like what a month. Before since we the last yeah. almost yes. exactly almost the twenty fifth exactly, of yeah. October we recorded oh, wow. it's now the twenty third of November I am so glad to of be course, back. Of course, this will come out in like January, February ish, twenty twenty three. We'll see you then, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Blake isn't here yet, and if you've listened to the last episode, you know why. Which we're so, hoping you did. We hope you don't just skip. <laughs> if you're starting you, you didn't put us on shuffle. <laughs> We are no longer sponsored by Liquid Death. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And there's a girl um, now, too. Hi. Let's go. <laughs> but he might be joining us later. Who knows? Um, I'm excited. I'm Me so too. excited to hear that voice again. Um, well, if everyone is ready, let's begin tonight's episode of Severed Sons, episode 36. Send in the clone. 
Last time, you all entered the council meeting hall, except for Kai, and saw several familiar faces, including Ryan and Meathook McGregor. Tracks, you spotted your old body, the elf named Farron, on the balcony and confronted him, causing a ruckus and made him promise to stay after the meeting. Donar, representing Kerr Koenig, you stepped onto the dais and took your place among the speakers. All in all, only six of the towns were represented at the council meeting, the rest unaccounted for. Spokespeople honored those who had been lost and described the destruction that the dragon had wrought against the community. After the roll call of the dead, Speaker Duvessa Shane took the podium to speak of rebuilding and of what could be done if the dragon returned to wreak more havoc. Duvessa spoke of how McGregor had come to her aid and saved her life from assassins, and how his organization, the Juggernaut, could bring much-needed food, supplies, and lumber for rebuilding the raised structures of the town. Donar, you took center stage, calling into question McGregor's motives for helping the Dale, and using information given to you by Kai, accused him of killing Ryan's brother, Max. McGregor answered by telling the group that it was Kai who had killed Ryan, and that he had slain Kai in retaliation for the murder. At the height of Donar's impassioned speech, Kai entered the meeting hall and confronted Meethook. Kai yelled at everyone to get back, a command that Brune refused to follow. Tearing off his shirt, Kai revealed three glowing glyphs of warding on his bare chest. A short fight ensued as the crowd fled to the outer walls of the room. Giving a quick feint, Kai leapt into the air to deliver a kick, then reversed into a strike that triggered all three explosive runes. A blinding flash of light filled the room, knocking McGregor and Brune to the ground. Kai's body, caught at the center of the blast, was nowhere to be seen. Ryan, determined and upset, fled from the meeting hall and shared a moment with Fang as she ran out the door. Spitz ran to meet Hook's body to deliver the final blow, but noticed that the crime lord had succumbed to his injuries. The speaker of Bren Shander regained control of the meeting, telling you that they had received word of a great clanging of metal engines and black smoke coming from the Durgarian fortress. Urging you to take the fight to the dwarves beneath the mountain, she asked you if you would be the ones to take it out. Duvesa looks at you, all of you, and says, what supplies will you need? Donor uh, clears his throat and um, adjusting his position so he still has a hand on Brune, looking away from Fife because they recently had that confrontation about justice. Um, he's going to say, oh, to, to be honest, it, it might be a second before we are able to come up with a list. There are a lot of pieces to pick up here, and it's not like we can start ordering hemp and rope by the, the dozen foot. Um, she says, um, I have sent scouts to to the south to try to follow the dragon to see make sure it is going back to this mountain fortress do we have any other she calls out to the other speakers who are there do we have any other business to take care of ted johnson walks in and says i've been waiting for this moment <laughs> and i would like to announce my candidacy for mayor of care coding read the room ted <laughs> this is not the time. Uh, Duvessa says, "We." She just kind of looks at Ted and goes, "We will take it under advisement and bring it up at the next meeting." And Ted just kind of like embarrassed walks out. And you see, actually, you look back there and you see kind of like 
He goes out, the doors are open, and there's four children around him with cloaks on. And they kind of like reach up and touch him. And he's like, let's go. We have to go home now. And you see the four children follow him off. I'm going to register that. Donar, under his, under his breath, is going to say to no one, shit, Ted Johnson's got like a whole life we don't know about. <laughs> married with kids the whole what, time. Were they, were they human children? They, ha- they were wearing cloaks. They were like all bundled up. You couldn't really see anything. Okay. They, were hu- they, were, they were humanoid. They were, they were short. They were like maybe about two to three foot tall. Uh, Spitz will look over to Duessa and say, we really appreciate your offer, but I think we need a little bit of time for planning. And also, a lot has happened. So if we may have a night where we can make a plan, get some rest, as we are all also extremely exhausted at this point, I think I speak for everyone in this room. Of course, of course. But perhaps we can continue this conversation as we go on and keep track of the supplies we'll need moving forward, too. Uh, meet me at the City Hall tomorrow morning, bright and early. Except it's not very bright ever around here. The, the sentiment is understood, and I appreciate your grace with this. We'll, we'll think of something. I have scouts who... We'll keep watch and let us know if the dragon escapes the mountain, leaves the mountain. That is invaluable. Thank you very much for doing that. If there's not any other business, I call this meeting to a close. And you see everybody start to get up and start talking. Russell goes over to Nimsy and is kind of like, are you okay? Checking on her. Tracks, make a perception roll. That's a dirty 20. Uh, You see Willard trying to like blend in with the crowd and his date and he's trying to go down the stairs and like kind of like in a big group of people and he's ducking down Trax is going to run and he's going to try and pounce on him <laughs> make a grappling like roll. he wants yeah he wants to like dig his claws into him <laughs> oh no i don't like the sound of that uh, i rolled a nat one so i missed <laughs> he rolled a two. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So what happens is that you run right into him. And I still tripped on it. But somebody steps in the way. So you run into this person. This person runs against him. He kind of falls against the wall, slips down a bit, and you're kind of tangled up with this person. And he gets up and starts running for the exit. And so I'm going to immediately stand up, dust myself off, and say, Spitz, stop him! On it! (laughs) And she'll just (laughs) run. This elf is just running, like... And he... He's running like his legs are just like weirdly like in the air and his elbows are just like you've never seen an elf. Like, well, I don't even know if you've seen an elf before. Is that how Donar runs? <laughs> I need. No, but That's he. That's how Wendell used to run. <laughs> Spitz right now but is he, just. He's running. He's not running gracefully. Let's just say that. Great. She's confused, but she's like, I trust my little lizard. Um, <laughs> so I'll. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and she'll try to grapple him. Well, she'll just try to get in the way first and grapple okay. if necessary. Yeah, uh, he kind of tries to dodge. He's going to make a acrobatics roll. And I, I'm, he's just rolling straight 20-sided. He's not 
he doesn't have any bonuses of anything. So uh, he's going to try to uh, use acrobatics to escape your grapple. Uh, Natural one. Hey. Oh, word. I don't <laughs> know what to roll. add, but I rolled a nine. So. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ac- uh, athletics. Beautiful. So then it's a 16. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. He um, is looking behind him. And Spitz just kind of steps over to the side, and he just barrels right into you, and you don't even you like like a statue, do not move, and he bounces off of you onto the ground, and you reach down as he's falling and grab him by the shirt collar. So Trax is going procured gonna, the man while dusting himself off after falling. He's going to walk back up and say, "I need to have a chat with this gentleman. Maybe we should go somewhere a little quieter." All of us. You can come along. I know that there's a lot going on. Uh, this seems very important to you, Trax, so I'm okay to stay and hang on to him. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you my prized cow if you let me go right now. I don't give uh, two shits about your prized cow. She produces really good milk. Oh, fuck, Trax, we might look into that. Give me... Look, this this is my body. Wait, for real? Yes. You th- I, I know my body. No, I, it's not that I don't believe you. It's just so much has happened the past week. I, I didn't expect that after all of it. I know, it comes at an unideal time, but you, you saw his, his unusual gait. He, he's not used to this body. He, it, it is not the culprit that originally stole it, but it is, it is mine. I'm very confused, but I'd like to hear uh, more. Yes. I'll, I'll get you up to speed. Don't worry. Don't worry. Wonderful. I, I could use to to sink my teeth into something else. Uh, I'm a little fried right now, but I'd love to help a pal. Thank I'm you. In. Appreciate it. It's been a long day, and I could do. Like, we could use a win. What are the rest of you doing? Uh, Donar is still on the ground with a hand on Brune, and he's going to find Fang and say to him. Um, before too many people leave, do you think we should set up some kind of triage? Because, good lord, I mean, there's so many injured out there, and if we're kind of leading the charge... Fang is vacantly staring out the front exit. Still processing what just happened with Kai, and the moment he had, uh, the private moment, telepathically, that he just had with Ryan, essentially, like, going over Kai's Final words and Ryan's words as as she walked out, uh, ran out rather, and he doesn't seem to hear you. Like he's just kind of staring, like looking out at whatever devastation he can see, and and just thinking very hard. And he just says, "Yeah, uh huh." Mm-hmm. He just kind of mutters out uh, an agreement and looks at you. Uh, Brune has kind of been half. Uh, paying attention to this conversation, he's been uh, standing up next to Donar, and he's been kind of like looking at his arms and his hands and his body, and just kind of like touching his chest, and has this very confused uh, look on his face. And eventually, his gaze will go to Meat Hook, who's still there. Correct? It, yes. Uh, Devessa is actually gathering some guards, and the guards are kind of like standing at a, a respective, respectable distance, but they look like they want to take the body. 
Is the meat hook still there? The meat hook is. <laughs> I would like to take the meat. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you're just referring uh, to him as I reach for person. it. <laughs> as as I reach for the weapon, uh, I Brune just says, uh, "This weapon has cl- apparently done some very terrible things. Let's see if it can do some good." And he'll take it and just kind of back it, pack it. Noting um, that and Fang's uh, distance emotionally, Donor is just going to, before, hopefully before too many people leave the room, before he's going to say, um, just re- real fast, uh, point point of order, not nothing too formal, but anyone with healing magic or healer's kits or herbalism, anybody, any clerics or, or doctors or anything, find, find someone to help. There are a lot of people who need help, and uh, we can't help them all. Thank you very much. I'm Donor. Uh, if any of them come to Brune, he'll kind of wave them off with a, I, I don't need it kind of thing. Uh, Ron, around what time is it, do we think? It's, um, it's evening. The meeting took place in the evening. Okay. So I want to say around eight-ish or nine. Um, Spitz will say, as it seems, we might be going some separate ways for a brief more. What say we get together so we can rack our brains? Uh, perhaps after we take care of this one, and she kind of shoves uh, this foreign elf body. Keep your bear paws off of me. Oh, you don't even know I'm a bear. <laughs> you're, the bear you're a bear lady, aren't you? Yeah, okay, well, you're you getting that meta. Out. There are lots of bear motifs on my person, I understand. <laughs> but shall... We meet, perhaps, to eat some food, rest, come up with a plan before tomorrow. Yeah, I, I personally don't want to split up from any of you, if, if, if at all possible. Perhaps uh, we should all meet, or perhaps we should all make our way back to our lodgings from earlier. If they're still around. The uh, lodgings were at uh, the church. Yeah, Mashan and Copper Nobbernocker comes up to you, Donar, and says, um, we have several acolytes who are going around setting up triage stations around town to try to help injured those who are hurt. Um, thank you for saying something. Oh, of course. I mean, uh, if anyone's buried under a building or something, they can't exactly ask for help. So you might need to employ those with, with some strong lifting muscles to, to sort through the rubble. Uh, is that's going to be, I mean, step one before you help someone trapped, you know, we're trying to set up mo- during the, uh, a dragon attack. Most of the, the lights, the lanterns that were set outside of the buildings were doused to hide from the dragon. Um, we've got, we've got some children running around trying to relight some of those lanterns. So there's uh bit to make way stations for people to meet up at, uh, throughout the city at uh, crossroads cross streets and we're going to make those places where people can ask for aid is there anything you have been such a help uh, out of necessity you know I, I did what i hoped anybody else would do and uh honestly i kind of surprised myself because i'm 19 and didn't know nothing from nothing so thank <laughs> you uh i'm gonna hang out with my, my my friend you see her and she takes the symbol of the morning lord and presses it. She actually takes it off of her neck and gives it to you. 
Oh, shit. In these dark times, may light shine the path in front of you. And Donor, as, as and she hands Fang you the- hears that, because uh, he's nearby, he just kind of, to himself, gives a little, like, and that's it. He just kind of, like, scoffs at that. She finishes, may you bring the sun back to the dale. And with that, her and Copper Knobber Knocker walk away. Dono's not going to respond. He's just going to give a kind of a heavy swallow sigh and, um, and corral with the group. Making, uh, going out of his way not to say anything to Fang, but to um, stay by his side and Bruins if possible mm-hmm. while, we, while we travel. Um, Michonne actually kind of looks at you, Fang, as she walks by and says, puts her hand on her shoulder, your shoulder, and says, the shadows are important too, dear. And walks on. And doesn't say anything. <laughs> okay. And Ron, that's just that's just a holy symbol. It's just a holy symbol of um, Lathander, the Morning Lord. Okay. God of the Sun. Let's go. God of the Sun. So, where are you going to do? What are you going to do? Who wants to do what? Well, you know what I want to do. And who's going with tracks? Fangs at the entrance, just waiting for anybody to walk out. He'll follow. Well, he's he's not taking the lead right now. Okay. I think perhaps the best bet is for all of us to go back to a place that's a bit more private with just the group of us. Yeah. That might sure. be for the best. Yes. Good times for processing. You're coming too. Willard's date walks past her past you, you, both of you, and she stops and looks at Willard and says, it's been lovely, but we will not be, we will not be going out again. And she keeps walking. Shit. <laughs> Brutal. Got to that. <laughs> Can't even use my body correctly. <laughs> correctly. The building that we're in, is that a uh, town hall? No, I mean. Um, no, it is not. Uh, let me take you to the actual Bryn Schindler map. <laughs> It's uh, at the south end of town. There's a council hall, and the town hall is in the like the center of the c- center of the city. Um, I the council was so big. Does the council hall have any sort of like uh, steeple or like like just a? Is it a tall building? It's a it's a tall building. Uh, there are meeting small meeting rooms upstairs and in the attic, and all buildings in um, Icewind Dale are kind of steepled so that snow will fall off easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is, there is a bit of a steeple. It's not quite, it's not like a religious steeple. But sure. Is. But uh, if there's a, like a, even a chimney or like a point to the house at all. Yes. Um, as the group walks out, Fang, uh, he kind of lingers behind. It turns around and, and looks at the, the spot that Kai, the incident happened. Um, Mm-hmm. He swallows hard and he looks up and at, I guess at the chimney um, of the building and uses one sorcery point to cast mm-hmm. a distant spell. So a touch spell now has a range of 30 feet and he casts light on the chimney. Nice. Okay. That's really, that's really good. <laughs> Just kind of like shines out across the empty streets, emptying streets. He breathes in through his nose, just real deep and lets it out through his mouth and turns around and follows the group. Okay. As you're walking back to the house of the morning Lord, a uh, Fang make a perception check. That 
is a 15. I'm sorry, a 15. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you look down the alleyway as you're walking together, and you see a red tiefling kind of like in the shadows. He's got his cloak. Usually he's out. It's Scath. He's usually out, you know, just like brazen, <laughs> you know, showing off his muscles, his weapons, everything. But he's kind of in the shadows. He's got like cold weather clothing on, kind of hiding his features a little bit. And he kind of looks at you pointedly. Kind of does one of these come here motions. Fang will approach. I shouldn't be here, but Kai wanted me to give you this. It hands you a piece of paper. Fang doesn't break his gaze, but takes it. And Mm -hmm. he says, so you're aware then? I am, unfortunately. I'll be in Targos if you need anything. Fang gives him kind of like a squinty eye. And I trusted you. That's not to say that I should. But can I? As he raises an eyebrow and looks him dead in the eye. I would not trust Kai ever. If I don't trust Kai, you should not trust Kai. He'll smirk and he'll say, I have my reasons. My business is my own of, of who I trust. But I have to ask, have you heard any murmurings throughout the towns, Targos, Lonely Wood area of, uh, <laughs> and he kind of laughs as he says it, and he says, a mummy. And gives him kind of like an incredulous look in the eye. Like like a mother? Uh, no, I'm, you misunderstand me. A, a, a sarcophagus-ridden mummy. A, 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 a mummy. Have you heard? Funny you should say that. There have been, in Targos, the fishermen have been complaining about going out on the ice fishing in the boats, long boats. And they would be bringing in their catch and they would see something in the water. It looked like something swimming. It had only had one arm, but it was like swimming after the fish as they hauled them in. And Fang says, and you think that this has a connection to... It looked like it was bandaged up, according to some of the fishermen. But that's the, if that's your mummy. Thank you. If you will do me this one favor, I just uh, tell your, your fishermen, uh, spread the rumor that uh, it is no threat than to stand down. It is, it is my business, and I will take care of it. I will spread the word. It'll be an interesting story to scare the fishermen anyway. So. And Fang gives him a curt nod, and he says, perhaps I'll see you in Targos. And as he walks away, we'll then look at the piece of paper. The paper reads, In common, I'm sorry. You are all better without me. All accounts are balanced. But below that is a series of symbols that I'm not sure that you will... Yeah, yeah, you will not understand what it means. But it looks like graffiti. Okay. It's five words long. Uh, no, I mean, like, literally no indication as to what those mean. No, no. Uh, you don't even know what, like, this just looks like symbols. Code, perhaps. Cool. 
Thank you. I'll pocket that, and I will try to catch up. I'll track the group and head toward the temple. I assume that's where they're going. Oh, yeah. The rest of you... Are we still walking? Yeah. We're walking yeah. back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brune, what's your health? Um, <laughs> it's been a month. <laughs> it's, like it's, not, it's not great, right? Um, Ron? Yeah. It, t- technically, uh, if you try to heal Brune, Brune would kind of wave you off a little bit. Oh, I wasn't going to give you the option of, like, offering. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, Trax. Okay. I was just going to throw hey, a spider hey, at um, you as we walk. Trax, I'm going to send you a message. Message, actually. Give me okay. a second. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Secrets. And for what it's worth, just for flavor, uh, if Fang walked off, Donar would not have um, gone totally with the group. He would have tried to keep eyes just to make sure he was safe. So if he saw him talking to Scath, he would have he would have clocked that. Holy shit, Brune's a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> Pronounced um, Bam Portal. Bam Portal. Zach, have I made have you have I had you make one of those yet? Before. Before Yes. Before like not not like like during the last session. Not recently. During the last session or after the last session. It was me and Paul, I think. N- not recently, no. Mine was in real life in the rehearsal hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tr- uh, Brune looks pr- looks pretty bad off. He l- he looked really badly burned. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna try and heal him. Okay. Suddenly, there's a mechanical spider on you, Brune. Ah, he'll let it happen. Go, wait, let it yeah, happen. go ahead and roll your cure. <laughs> Just like uh, it's an eight, eight, and you see the spider knitting together the wounds and spraying a little aloe vera on him. Bactine, <laughs> I love that. So you continue on, Rook. You are in the plaza, and you're you're kind of sifting through the rubble, and you see this group, this motley crew, and you saw you you saw them fighting against the dragon earlier, but you see them kind of walking. What there's this um, tall woman who is got this elf by the scruff of the, the neck. And at some point she kind of struggles for a second and then gives up because he's not going anywhere. <laughs> there's a, a short kobold, a, a turtle, a dragonborn, green dragonborn. And an unusual looking man with kind of scruffy hair and ears. They don't see you. It's dark. But you've been doing what you do. I'm going to just slowly kind of rise, keeping my eyes on them. And I'm going to take my leather gloves and slowly place them back on. And then I'm just going to start kind of listlessly walking that way just kind of taking them in okay are you trying to hide what you're doing or no okay you all see this describe yourself like so he is an elf who is of a very pale complexion almost ashy skinned uh he's got shoulder length hair most of it pulled back in braids with beads and other accoutrements. A um, little bit of an undercut shaved on the sides. Um, 
not wearing any armor. He's just got on, like, kind of basically a t-shirt and uh, some dark pants, boots, uh, and a purple lavender cardigan. Uh, If you notice, you'll also look, his eyes are a very light lavender color, and he has distinct line markings on the ridge of his cheekbones that are the same color as his eyes. But he looks kind of sleepy, maybe tired, just... He has a very pleasant disposition, but he looks tired. And you see him kind of walking out of the rubble of one of the buildings. Um, he's behind you as you're walking past. What do you do? We, we'd notice him for sure. He's not hiding anything. He's just, yeah. It's very, elves are very uncommon up here. So if he looks sleepy, tired, and he's exiting the rubble, Donar is not going to break his pace, but he's going to say, uh, you, just so you know, uh, people are setting up triage stations every every couple of streets, and that's happening as we speak. So go ahead and find one of those if you're hurt, bud. Hope, hope it gets better. Oh, I'm I'm fine, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if you can afford to help, we could use all the hands we can get. I would be delighted. All right, thanks. Sounds good. Adonis going to keep walking. Rook's going to follow him. Okay. Just slowly walking along. Fang is just a, like maybe five, ten. Well, no, I guess Fang is dirt. All this is. Fang has caught up at this point. Yeah. From his conversation. So yeah, that was. Uh, that, that conversation you had was probably closer to the council hall than it was it. to the plaza. Um, so he's like five, ten tops feet behind. He's like with the group. Uh, how far behind is Rook? Or is um, he with on us, like with us? Nah, he probably. Let's say he is about 25 feet. Like you were 25 feet past the building, the rubble that he crawled mm-hmm. out of when he started. It's enough that you probably feel a little bit uncomfortable. Like, is that guy following us? Sure. Or is he just <laughs> doing his own thing? Fang would like to telepathically give a little whistle, like. Like a literally a telepathic whistle uh, yeah. to mm-hmm. Pinky, and um, hi, he'll say just uh, silently. Obviously, the gentleman following us in the in the purple. Uh, do me a favor, keep an eye on him. Anything unusual? Let me know. Do you want to? Uh, this is DM talk. Do you want to officially cast the tech thoughts? Yes. Um. I'll. But just the the. Superficial, the superficial. Level. Yeah, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature. What is most on its mind in that moment? As an action, you can either shift your attention to another creature or probe deeper. So I'm just doing the yeah, what is on its mind. In no moment. saving throw or anything, right? For the uh, surface level, only no, only if I probe deeper. <laughs> it says, R- well. Rook, what are you feeling right now? What are you thinking about right now? This must be them. <laughs> <laughs> and Fang gives a telepathic <laughs> to Pinky and just he you says, okay? You okay? Uh, yes, yes, just let me know if he tries anything. I, I will. Keep walking. Okay. 
Um, ma'am, that 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 elf really creeps me out. Could you could you, uh, could you could we walk faster wherever we're going? This is I'm also cold. Uh, of course, I think we all have goals set. It's I mean, I, I can't I can walk, but well, no, I don't trust you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you can also run, so uh, you're fine. Uh-huh. Hearing this uh, conversation, Donar would check over his shoulder to see if, if Rook is still looking at us. Uh, and seeing that he is, Donar is going to turn around, stop, and say, Hey, uh, you got to forgive my my uh, my spiky nature right now, but we've been through a lot the past couple of days. Can, can we do something for you? Because we, we don't know you. There's been a lot of shady shit going around. And if, if you exited from rubble, dude, and you don't need help, I don't want to know what you were doing in there. Or maybe I do. What's going on? If we can help you, I'd love to, but if not, let's go our separate ways, right? Well, I didn't come from the rubble. I saw I saw you with my own two eyes come, coming from the rubble. You're walking out of the rubble. Well, can I inside check that? I, went, I guess we'll let this happen. I went into the rubble, but that is not where my origins are from. Uh, literal, and, uh, right? Literal. Don't I just kind of take that to the rest of the group and be like, this guy's trying to have a fucking conversation. All right, so you weren't born inside of a cement block. Like, I, I get it. But can can we help you with something, though? Because you're looking at us like you're in love with all of us, and I get it. And, like, maybe that could happen one day. I don't know. My my emotions are fried. What do you need? Your reputations do precede you. Yeah, uh, uh, I guess they do. And that, with that, Fang will, like, fully turn around and just stand up straight as he says that. And just stand next to Donar. Uh, Bruno will do the same, and he'll just say, we have somewhere to be. Do you? I am here to help you. If you should need it. Who are you? What's your name? Where do you come from? You may call me Rook. I come from Silvery Moon. All right. Is that what we should call you, or is that your name? It is what you may call me. At this point, Spitz is going to turn around and say, We're kind of on a schedule here. Uh, Let's not have any more of this mysterious man thing. If you want to help us, then bloody help us. What can you offer us? What are you here for? What are your intentions? Okay, please, and thank you. I will help any way I can. Merely point me in the direction that I'm needed. What? Do, do you know how to switch bodies? Do you wear or interrogate people? <laughs> in a way, yes. All right, yeah, I'm fine. Brune gestures broadly <laughs> at the city, and then turns around and starts walking to uh, the the inn or whatever we're going to. The temple. Noting that, uh, Donar would say, "Look, Rook, Rook from Silvery Moon. I think what my friend Brune over there is trying to say is." There's a lot of people around here who need help, and if and like, listen, I we, we like accepting help from people. It's a very nice thing to offer, but unless you get into specifics, we got shit to take care of. So take care of yourself, and if you ever want to talk specifics, you can let us know. Sorry, dude, places to be. You're missing one, aren't you? Don't is gonna stand up straight, straight, and kind of chill goes down his neck and says, "Uh, all, all right. What do you what do you mean by that? What do you know of that?" I have heard of you, but it seems you are not all present. Yeah, well, there's, there's been a lot of carnage the last couple of days, so you, you're right about that. We are not all present, although this is who's here right now. I arrived too late to help this city. 
Perhaps it wasn't my place to help in the first place. But I am here now, and I am offering you to help you in any way that I might. <sighs> All right, Dono's going to sigh and kind of put his hands on his hips and look over to tracks and say, well, my, my buddy here just asked you about switching bodies and you alluded to something you, you might know about that. I can't switch bodies, but there is a way that I can speak to those that need to be spoken to. All right. Tr- look, that's enough for me. I Look, I Willard doesn't seem like he's in a particularly cooperative mood. Spitz shakes him. Ah. So if, if you're going to help... I am very sorry. You all seem... Distraught. Confused. Yes. Um, Fang, Pinky says, he's, he's thinking about a bird. Any bird that we should know? Um, it's just a big black bird. Thank you. Listen, we would like your help if you can give it. We could use some right now. You're right, we are missing a person. We still have a lot to process here. But I don't think any of us have time for this little mystery man game you seem to be playing. Because... We've all had some trying times. We are all at wit's end. We're all very tired, have been through a lot of emotions. So if you're gonna help, we would love that. But please, speak your mind clearly and tell us how you can help us. Okay? Those are my terms personally as the group's bear lady. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You... You had not been fully accounted for yeah, yet. Yeah, surprise. And he says that with a little <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> so can you help us with this situation right here? I am a dealer in fate. What the fuck does that even mean? It's not like it's a street, unless that's the what people are calling it these days on the street. I still call it the dank. What do you mean, a dealer in fate? <laughs> like, like, oh, you, yeah, we can... What? <laughs> I don't Fang even have like a, a reference metaphor joke. I'm sorry. Fang, Fang puts a hand up in front of Donar and he just says quietly, let let him speak. We've been trying to let him speak for like seven minutes. Dude. <laughs> he said like two things. Fate is not a street. Fate is a thread. A very delicate thread. The thread of this town and many others was never meant to be severed. Not in this way. So I am here to help. There is nothing more I can do or offer in this town. But the fiend who did this lives still. Am I wrong? That's on our, that's on our to-do list. Look, we just, we just lost our friend. We're, sti- we're, we're dealing with some things. We're, we're going to get to that soon. Then deal with what you must. And whenever you are ready... To finish your job, I will be happy to help. If you're offering to help us kill a dragon, we would say thank you, but next time you could say I'll help you kill a dragon. Please. There are many reasons why I'm here. That's our most pressing one, I would say. That and this body. And rest, and I am so hungry as well. I could do something about that. Thank you. Forgive my crankiness once again. It's been a long time. Uh, I was supposed to go out to dinner after that meeting, and we Willard! never got to go. So. What makes you think that any mater deeds are going to be like, <laughs> all right, party two? I think 
what we should do now <laughs> is continue into the house of the Warren Lord. Ask a couple of questions here. Rook, if you want to come and help, sure, show us what she can offer. I believe we will definitely take you up on the whole dragon thing. Could use as much help on that as we can get. But let's do something. I fully support your idea. Thank you. I'm sorry for copying your accent. <laughs> it's been a long it's, couple it's days. Fine. When multiple accents happen, it, 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 they cross surprised me. Now, shall we? Yeah, and then I agree, Spitz. Spitz turns and just keeps going. Donar will follow. Okay, you go to the House of the Morning Lord. Uh, assuming Brune probably got there earlier than everybody else because yeah. he walked away, uh, he, he kind of pushed the door open, just kind of dryly says to whoever it's seems cover, not to be working that, yeah, okay, I'll just say, uh, we're coming, we need your private room, and Donar's going to cook something. Yeah. And he'll he just gets big go eyes. into He's the private like, room. Mm. I will make sure the kitchen is ready, and I'll make sure the private room... The private room, we haven't touched it since you were last in it, so it's yours. Thank you. And he'll go right in and just wait. Uh, and, and if we're all passing through and going through there, um, Donar would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cook. It's going to be a good time. This private room doesn't have like a fireplace set up because I'd love to do my of, cooking in there. Of course, yes. Uh, um, privacy, yes. Um, do you want to do – do you need – I'll just help you. I'll just help you. So yeah, I'm not yeah, doing okay, coppers. Thanks. I'm not doing Capra's accent at all. Uh, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me what you need to bring in there and I'll bring it. I'll just give him a, a short list of ingredients okay. and utensils. Okay. He brings it. Thang still lingered in the back of the group. Uh, I imagine probably the, the closest to Rook as they walked, um, if Rook was in the back as well. <clears throat> so once everybody goes through the door uh, in that room, uh, Fang will act like he's going in and then just like put his arm up in the doorway right as Rook gets to it. And he turns and he looks at him and he says, what do you hear? What do you see? What goes on in this room is a privilege. And it is of the utmost importance that this stays classified. Should you break that trust? Should you be here for a nefarious reason? I know at least five people that you will have to answer to. Please do not make us regret this. And there's almost like a pleading nature behind his eyes, but a, f a fierceness that he's uh, putting on. I understand your caution. It is fully justified. But I assure you, you have no enemy in me. Insight check? Insight check. <laughs> Just for the hell of it. What's your passive wisdom, um, Rook? Uh, passive wisdom, let's see. I've never heard someone ask about that. It should be on uh, the D&D Beyond. It is 14. Um, and my role was a 15. Okay. He's being very truthful. You catch a hint of sadness of the situ at the situation. Of the whole, the situation as in the attack and death surrounding you. Fang, Fang makes sure not to break the eye contact uh, first, but releases his arm and steps to the side of the doorway, uh, still intending to be the last one in the room. He lets Rook pass, and then we'll shut the door uh, once everybody's in. Spitz, are you still holding Willard? Yeah, she's Just, gonna sit him down in a okay. chair and okay. say, "Toss him down," and say, "Are you gonna stay there? Because if you're not." Look me in the eyes, 
Uh, I'll punch you. Okay. He the looks end. at the door. He sees all these people, <laughs> the, the four foot wide turtle that takes up the entire doorway. He <laughs> basically says, I, I, I'll, I'll stay put. Okay. Thank you. I promise we're nice most of the time. And then let's go of this shirt. I'm not. You have some questions to be answered. I didn't think that through. Um, I look. I I didn't expect. Where did you get that body? He looks at you and says, it, "It's my body. This is who I." Okay, it's my body. Where did you get it? They told me that if I said anything, even in private, they would know. Who's they? There's this woman, and there's this cobalt. They were the cobalt's really big. Like he was, he he didn't look like he looked like a cobalt, but he's really big, like seven foot tall. And he said, "They told a seven foot cobalt." Are you sure? Are you he, positive? Very, very positive. Very muscular. Because we look at Dona over there. Does he look like a seven foot tall cobalt? Dona's making pancakes. <laughs> um. Yeah, this cobalt did not look like. He looks like the difference between you and Donar, and he's like. Yeah, the, the snout and the pole, it's its just completely different. But it was, like, muscular and seven foot tall and big All right, and scary. Sure. But they, they told me if I said anything, even in private, they would know. Well, here, here's, here's your conundrum. Uh, they might know, uh, or we might do terrible things to you if you don't tell us. He, make an intimidation roll, see how scared he is. Spitz will help. Scared, <laughs> Yeah, Bruno will stare him in the roll eye. It, roll it advantage. Crackles again. Thank you. My intimidation is zero. <laughs> I'm two feet tall. I keep forgetting two feet. It's, you, so, it's so small. You this yeah, my, my hands are the 13. The uh, thir- he looks at you and says, the woman had green skin. Um, and Green skin? Yeah, greenish, kind of grayish skin. Tusks. Oh, no. The... Um, they told me that they would know, and they said that if I gave them somebody, somebody, a friend of mine told me that there was somebody in this cabin north of north of the Hen Towns, and they were selling immortality potions. And they said if I wanted to live forever, just go and and give them some some gold, give them whatever they asked for. They get they get you. You become immortal. And I went and they told me and they said, you'll be immortal. You'll live for as long as you want to. And then when I woke up, I had these pointy ears. What were, what were you before? I, I was just a man. I, I lived, I'm, I'm from, uh, I'm from, um, I'm from Lonelywood. I'm going to cast detect magic on him. Okay. His whole entire body glows. Oh my God. Hmm. Something's not right. Fang steps forward. He says, Trax. Uh, yeah. And he just, Fang points to his own ear and he says, I could try. And you see a little like tentacle come out and so wave. So. Fang looks at uh, Willard and casts Detect Thoughts. Okay. Are you uh, going so, to probe deeper? The, the, thought, yeah. the surface thoughts scared, but terrified if the people who sold him the body would find out because they looked scary. Uh, yeah, I'll use an actually I'll probe deeper. Okay. 
If he has an intelligence of three or lower, he's unaffected. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, it's like a seven. That. It's like seven or eight. <laughs> um, it's, it says, if you probe a, deeper, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, he rolled an 11. 13. So He fails. Fail, and I, if it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional mm-hmm. state, and something that looms large in its mind. That sounds perfect. But also it says questions verbally directed at the target uh, naturally shape the course of its thoughts. And um, per- the spell is particularly effective as part of an interrogation. So um, Fang maintains eye contact, but he look- he talks to Trax and he says, ask him what you want. All right. Tell me where this cabin is. Um, give me a second. No, you answer now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is Ron. I'm gonna put this <laughs> in. The Please, this is Ron. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I'm also uh, still laughing over. It. I'm not. <laughs> um, the picture I'm posting is what um the image that is looming large that's scaring him right now. But I'm posting it in the main chat. Ooh, neat. I was gonna. I was gonna ask if it was a swole bolt. <laughs> I was like, "That's not." I can't ask that in character. Sure is though. Swole bolt. Oh, that's funny. Okay. And um, what was the question? I'm sorry. Where is the cabin? Um, the cabin is several miles north of. Um, the answer, or am I getting this from his thoughts? Uh, you're getting this from his thoughts. He says, "It's like if I tell if I tell you, they're gonna kill me." Fang will just combat that with, then don't tell him, and keeps his eyes focused. That would be so um, unnerving. It's, it's on the shore of the sea of moving ice. He's, um, he says, I, I, I just, I, I, can't, I, I can't tell you, but you, you, you see the location. He went out there on, um, with some friends who were headed that direction for some sort of mysterious mission that he didn't know about but he his friends were meeting somebody there he went with them um fang says to tracks anything else can you use magic magic well uh uh, no cast a spell anything i i can't use any magic i don't i don't know what uh, no fang still detecting thoughts he he knows nothing about no nothing about magic and fang shakes his head still boring into his eyes yeah his he, he looks a little like his eyes are watering a bit kind of like what's going on i don't think this is my body i think this is a copy of my body i don't know how i don't know what what source created this but this isn't me so is it okay to let him go or <sighs> do we have to keep I him guess. here I, I i don't know what they did with um my old my old self they 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 did you see they loaded it onto a boat and and rode it out into the middle of the to the into the icebergs into the from, ice flow uh, from the skillet by the fire donor's going to say over his shoulder what'd your old self look like tall skinny i had bad like he, uh actually this image pops into um fang into your head he's tall skinny really bad like scars, like pimple scars, and just like hooked nose, missing teeth. I can see why you, 
You chose such a, a handsome form. Okay, Trax, we get it. He's good looking now. Uh, Spitz will kind of lift him up yeah. and say, <laughs> I'm sorry that you had to go through all of that trauma and that we were part of it. Thank you for your cooperation. Stay out of trouble, I guess. I can go. Fang what, says... Perhaps. What's bitch said? Fang says, well, uh, he cannot go. He... We have no idea who is working for. He cannot simply be left I'm, I'm not. Free. I just. I just wanted to go out and 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 meet a nice girl. And Fang looks at him and he says, "I'm not asking you." And he looks back at Spitz and he says, "Can we not? Uh, this. This is simply a, a. It could simply be a pawn in, in these. Uh, these individual. This. This green-skinned tusked woman's plan. I mean, this. It, he could be a spy." It, it's Rose. Rose did this. And green skinned, tusked yes, woman, yes. half orc. That's Fila's body. That's Fila. Yeah. That's Fila's body. Yes. Oh, fuck, dude. Well, now I'm much more invested, sir. I was going to tell you once he left, but we need to, we need to do something. We can't. Uh, here's the thing. Can we figure out his intentions? Because. I don't want any more bad things on her hand. I don't want to have to tie this man up. I feel like his intentions are to be a, a dull idiot, but maybe we should check that. Uh, you hear through the door, Copper say, uh, we've got a cellar. We can tie him up and keep him in there. Copper, dude, I mean, I'm, come I'm on. With that. I'm hungry. I, I can what? smell I mean, the food. I, I want I mean, the food. I'm hungry. You know what? Copper, you, that's not a bad idea. Maybe we should just keep him here until we sort out the Rose Fila situation. Sean won't know nothing. I, I got you covered. You know, you but still well, owe me. You know, you owe me double for this. But Yes, it's on our list. Spitz will say, Willard, I know that you were afraid that they would come find you. Would you agree to stay here, perhaps in not like the best. Like uh, we'll put a bed in there and make sure you get good food for you'll your food. own protection. I mean, you might have to fight off the rats, but I think you'll be fine. It's extra food, correct? But we'll we have things to sort out, and while we sort them out, we will also be sorting out your problem, and it'll keep you out of trouble, which you are clearly into. What do you say? Um, can I keep the body? We'll figure out the details of that. They told me I would live for 800 years at least. Well, they might have been lying to you, sweetheart. I'm sorry to tell you that. But in an ideal world, but you have to be prepared to face the consequences of your own actions. Okay? He says, okay. And, and 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 the and the people will protect me here, right? The, the 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 clerics. Yes, they'll do their best, and I will talk to them firmly. And people often listen to me. Sound mm. like a plan? I I I'll, I'll I'll accept your conditions. Great. Fang will go to the door and open it. See if Copper's on the other side still. Copper's over on the other side, like in a in an armchair. He's like got a napkin tucked into his collar, waiting for food. Um, and he says, uh, "Excuse me, uh, would you would you mind 
Showing the gentleman to the sailors. Of course I will. And he goes to a door and like opens it in the stairwell going down. Little rank, you know, damp. He says there's a, a, a small fire pit down there. We'll keep you warm. And he kind of pushes the guy down. He's like, wait, wait, ah! And shows him downstairs. As that happens, uh, Fang will shut the door and lock it. And he'll turn back to the group and he'll say, always hold all the cards. And kind of looks at the whole, the whole group. And that's it, I think, for now. Uh, you catch Copper kind of looking in at what Donor is doing. Uh, dude, Copper, all right, d- hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you out a plate. Okay. Just, okay. We, we have things to do, please. Okay, okay. The conversation oh, was getting you- heated. I didn't mean to listen, I promise. I understand you're just trying to be a homie. Do you have any extra maple syrup from running low? Yeah, yeah, I'll go get some. Yeah. All right, thanks. Uh, I don't know, I was going to turn to Rook and <clears throat> clear his throat and say, uh, Rook, do you have any dietary restrictions? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and he's going to start dishing out uh, pancakes and start making bacon and eggs. Okay. Breakfast for dinner. I love breakfast for dinner. It sounds good, man. That sounds good. Spitzes. We we used to call it Brenna. Oh yeah, I used to do Brenna too. There are people who are like Dunch, and I don't think so. Dun- no, Dunch is dumb. It's it's brunch or 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 like de- or dinner. Breakfast. The two. Anyway, what am I talking about? Look, this is the first lead I've had since getting here on getting my original body, and I know, I know the dragon is a is a priority, but I. I can't help but feel like I need to. I need to go there. Well, you know, tracks. There's a, ch- a non-zero chance that we have a, at least a little time. I mean, I imagine the Durgar are working on that thing for a while, and we did a good amount of damage to it. Probably that's true. I'm, I'm sure they took it took months at least to construct that creature. I'm not saying that like we have months, but we might have like a week or two. It would I don't be, know. It would be. It would be. To our best, or to our benefit, if we were to have my original body, I uh, trust me. Uh, what, what, what could you do? Look, I, I can use magic. Oh, uh, more, more than the gadgets. Yes. Oh, the gadgets are freaking awesome, dude. I, I imagine. I, I've come to, I've come to like them. Yes, but they get in the way. The, the, the strength and the power. I'm, I'm. 125 years old. I've I've had that years to to cultivate it, to 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 strengthen it. It must be hard to let go. Yes, it. Uh, I was very angry for a long time. Was? I, you know, I've I've come to I've come to accept a little bit of of who I am now. But 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 this chance to get my body back, it's it's lit a fire metaphorically. I will say, as you know. Fila is very important to me. She's very high on my list of priorities to make sure she's safe and back from this rose devil or whoever she is. Although I know that the Dale comes first as well in my heart, as I'm sure in all of our hearts. So I think perhaps we make a plan for the dragon. Because we are going to have more information sooner. We'll hear in the morning about the scouts. So we can have that plan. Weigh out our options. 
and go from there. But we all know that we have a lot better of a chance against the dragon while it's grounded. Because once it goes into the air, we're a bit shit. Mm. I know you're. I know you're right. So it's a lot of hard things. I know, tracks. Trust me. It's the amount that it kills me to not run immediately to my teacher. But there are so many other people that need us too. It's a hard decision. We've had to make a lot of hard decisions lately, and maybe not all of them have been for the best. But we're doing what we can. We might could sleep on this one. Trax looks down. I I agree. And Trax looks down at the uh, the amulet, and he says, "I I still think that we should go get this." And he holds it up. For a reminder. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to ask it's a the, character. It's the amulet of the it's shield. Located. Guardian. Oh shit! Yeah. I'll cut this out. And it's located. The sh- um, actually, let me turn. down here, right? Yeah, let me, Is it all the way yeah. bottom left? Oh, all the way wow. bottom left. Yeah, near the fortress. Well, the fortress. The fortress is here. Oh god, I couldn't see the pings. But oh, I know about shield guardians, fortress. and they are formidable. Ron. Yes. Did we potentially discuss? I'm trying to recall if Spitz would know a path from there to the fortress, from the mountains. The fortress, the Sunblight Fortress, or to um, this area, to the... Like, from all the way west towards the fortress, like, would be able to... Oh, from from help diamond track. to diamond. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 um, yes, actually. Um, you, you could probably get through, like, this area with the forest... In the center, you'd have to come down off the mountain, but you have another series of um, zip lines, like you could cut some time through. Beautiful. Okay. I thought we had, but I wanted to double check. (laughs) I do think it's a great idea to have as many reinforcements as possible, because last time we went up against the Duergar in their fortress, it wasn't very pretty. Nope. We did make it out, you know. Thanks uh, to you. I wasn't trying to toot my own horn, but... Yeah, Spitz, we I haven't am... really talked about that. We haven't, like, talked about real, much of anything. Really very true. Oh, we, ro- we rode together. We we had... We talked for 20 hours, at least. So you, that yeah, is we... true. I do know tracks pretty well now. Uh, I consider the rest of you allies. Rook, I'm sorry, I'm... S- jury is still out. Oh, God, I forgot you were here. But I'm willing to give you a chance, perhaps. We'll get there as long as you can provide aid, which you seem to be willing to, and I appreciate that. Uh, But I spent a lot of time in those mountains, and we do know that the shield guard is out there. I might be able to help us out with getting to the fortress a bit quicker than others. Uh, It's where I'm from, actually. You may have noticed... I'm a bit large. Very tall. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's because my family, I'm a Goliath. I'm a Goliath, if you didn't know. And I was born in the spine of the world. That's where I'm from. I got separated when I was really young. And I grew up with some barbarians 
who also lived in the mountains. So I've trekked most of the dale. So if you need a navigator, I'm your gal. Fang doesn't really wait for her to finish that. Right on the tail end of it, he says, What do you know of the cackling caves? Wrong. Make a, make a history check. That is 17. He, like, spits it out. It's like word vomit. He was just waiting for her to finish. Didn't want to cut her off, but very pressing to him, obviously. What was that, a 17? Mm-hmm. You know that pretty recently, um, it used to be known as the Cackling Cave. It's now known by the, the townspeople call it the Cackling Chasm. Most people stay away from it because it, it's just a scary, and you can hear the cackling of, of creatures coming from within from miles around. Uh, with a 17, you would know it is... Do you see where I just did? This is to the east, actually. I do. It's like due north of the word spine. Yeah. Doing it again. Is it this? It's this right uh, here. Oh, it's down here. Okay. Yeah. You believe that, um, and you may have been told this by Fila, that gnolls have started living there recently in the last, like, maybe five years or so. Uh, Spitz would say... Something along the lines of, um, oh, I believe it's called the Cackling Chasm, or at least that's how I've referred, heard it referred to. I had a nasty run in there once. It's a bit scary and ominous, especially when you're young. I bet I could probably find where it is again. Fila told me that it may have some new inhabitants in recent years. Fang is just kind of nodding through all of that and uh, takes a deep breath and he says, friends, I, I've, since we were getting our to-do lists out there, I, I cannot stall any longer. I've, I feel a, a similarly growing urge to make good on um, the, the ring that I'm looking for that belongs to my mother. Uh, I have recently i uh, come into some knowledge that um that this is this is where my mother is from icewind dale and i believe they are here for bigger reasons than i i realize uh but i i have put this off for far too long and it is it is weighing heavy on me now that the, the ten towns has been uh struck as it has and i i fear i fear for their safety and the longer i put it off the the, the heavier it gets but I, I think I need to revisit the lake. Um, Mayor Duel, Duel Don, I think that uh, I think that I need to go back soon. And I've, he looks out the window and he says, I believe this is the closest that we have been since we left it the first time. He looks back, he says, I do not ask this of you all, uh, that uh, I know that this is going in the opposite direction, but I, I don't know when we'll get back here. And I fear that I will lose my opportunity. If we are to go fight this beast again, we should all be in a place that that can be where our full focus is. If we need to accomplish other things first, it may be best in the long run. And I, I similarly understand the importance of our timing here. If we wait too long, it could be to our detriment. So I, uh, that is why I cannot ask this of you all. I. I simply must must bring it up. Would it behoove us to 
accomplish our tasks and then regroup here, perhaps, for an assault? Perhaps. Well, if we if we regroup here, I worry that uh, that Spitz is right. I mean, I know Spitz is right about trying to attack this thing on the ground. If if we regroup here, then we're just preparing to fight it, and not to be nihilistic, you know. But seems like we're just preparing to fight it in the air. Perhaps if we, I know it's not ideal, but if we set a short amount of time that we are sure we would have. We could at least begin these other tasks, get a feel in for them, return so that we can go attack the dragon, take care of that finally, finish what we started, and then continue on with them. I feel in terms of, of dragon defense, I, I will back burner the, the Fila Vulu quest and perhaps focus on getting a, us a shield guardian. I am in agreement. Fang, I know that the cackling chasm is very important to you. I would perhaps offer to lead you there after we are able to attack the dragon. If you want to, perhaps we take a few days. The, the mare isn't far from here. If you must go and seek your answers, and we can all regroup in that time, perhaps while some of us are preparing for the quest, perhaps some of us can go with you as well. And then we can either all go get the shield guardians together, or we can do that later and meet here. It seems to be a waste of time to go to the mountains and then come back and go to the mountains. However, once we have defeated this enemy, I'd be happy to do that for you. It seems to be very pressing for you. Thank you. The chasm, it can wait. This is, this is new information, and I, I, the, the chasm will happen when it happens, but uh, my proximity now to Lonelywood is, is the only reason that this is so pressing for me. And while, and he stands up straight, and he kind of, like, fixes his posture, he says, while I am not sorry, that I must do this. Uh, I do regret the fact that I have to, that I have to. And he, he kind of breaks eye contact and he clearly is, is full of guilt. Uh, but he, um, he was like, I, I, I would be happy to, uh, to travel, f uh, farther south when I am finished and, and meet you, uh, perhaps near the, the base of the mountains, uh, further south of, of what used to be Dugan's Hole. Donut's going to put down a spatula and say, Oh, Fang, you're one of the most selfless beings I've ever had the pleasure to meet in 19 years. If you think for a second I'm not going with you, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but you're out of your dang mind. Fang flashes probably the, the first, like, real smile uh, we've seen this episode, uh, and <laughs> he just kind of nods uh, in thanks, clearly caught in his throat. Spitz will put her hand on his shoulder as well and say, I know I haven't known you long, but I just want you to know that that offer stands. I can tell that your heart's in a good place, and this is very important to you. So you have to do what your heart is telling you to do, and you have our full support. I will meet you soon. I promise you. I, I will do it quickly. And he looks at Trax and he says, what you are doing could perhaps 
saved the Dale from total annihilation. And if I can, I will catch up with you. Let's hope that I'm doing the right thing. It seems to be smart. But perhaps for now, we ought to eat some food. Oh, I say God, this selfishly. Please. I'm so hungry. I'll be <laughs> keeping it warm over here. I got hot plates under the fire. I'm waiting. I mean, I got a little maple syrup left, but I'm waiting for copper with that, that industrial the copper bundles in with the. <laughs> oh, spe- speak of the devil, dude. Should have said some before. Copper, I'll make you a plate. I'm sorry about before. I was a little testy. It's it, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, here, here you go. Here's the extra maple syrup. Anything else you need? Thanks, dude. No, I'm I'm good. Thanks. I I got my pack with me. I appreciate. Uh, I've got a slab of butter in the kitchen. If you need like fresh butter. Oh shit! Oh, I was gonna ask you for butter too. I uh, yeah, the butter would be great. Oh, thanks. I'll dude. bring it. I'll bring it. And he goes back and brings it out. Okay, and you have a wonderful. What do you call it? Um, just Brenner breakfast for dinner pancakes bacon uh, eggs Brenner Donna will make as much as there is for re- I mean uh, technically for anybody in the building but really focusing on the party and copper well actually let me Rook what are you doing you've been quiet the entire time I just time. sent you a message I I would imagine that we would that would be a a, a big chatting free yeah. first yeah, first get to, to know continue you with, with Rook uh, I don't know if, if that's a if that's an RP thing, if we want to gloss over it, but uh, I do think that we would like at least Fang would take an opportunity to to welcome him into the the feasting. Oh, same with Donar. Spitz sure. also just wants to check in with Brune. <laughs> you know, let's keep the RP going. Uh, it's yeah, a, I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah it's going, going well. We have a table in this room, or is it like a? Yeah, it's it, uh, it's a large kind of common area with a, a side section for seating, and it's like the kitchens in one area. Uh, well, not the kitchen, but like the the fire area. There's like seats around the fire, and Donar's oh cat like Donar's cooking, but there's like there's like these comfortable seats. There is a a table, kind of more like a conference, more like a meeting table than a dinner table. It's round and like some rickety chairs around it. But Fang would take the a few moments to gather seven chairs, put it around the table, and then he looks around the room and if there is an eighth in the room uh, a moment later he he goes and grabs one extra and uh, puts it at the table as well well copper is like um, I can eat my 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 dinner breakfast in the uh, in, in my my room if, if you need private time to talk but we all just gotta look at each other <laughs> and fang yeah it's it's I, I think that that's real I'm pretty sure that that ought that that tension sits there for a second and Fang goes over to Copper and, and he says Copper, you, you were with us today uh, you, you know that we suffered a great loss you have been nothing but good to us while we would appreciate uh, a moment the moment that we have not had yet if you need someone to eat with you are welcome to stay I don't mind being by myself Fang puts a hand on the shoulder and he says we are beyond, we are more grateful than, than we can express. And you know what? Grants that little motherfucker a vigilant blessing. With Let's his- go. Yeah. <laughs> and he feels blessed and he's like 
I don't know if he's got an initiative roll coming up, but no, hashtag. But <laughs> he um, it's about the feeling. He takes he takes his plate. He says, "I promise I won't bug you about Macritus rest of the night." And he takes his plate and goes and leaves. As he's leaving, Donar is going to say, "I recommend hot sauce on the eggs if you're into that." Yeah, I like it spicy. All right, cool. The Fang shuts the door behind him, and he says, "We we really should check on Macritus. That uh, I think that that is important to him. If it's on our list, but we we've had a lot of pressing things." But we'll no, I, bump it up. We'll bump it up on the yeah. Fangle up full pat one of the chairs and looks at Rook and he says, "A new face at our table. In my experience, that has only ever been a good thing." I'm glad to be here. And he'll come and sit in the chair and cross his legs in the chair and just kind of cross his arms in his cardigan and just kind of rock. Sang will sit next to him and, like, rub his hands together, waiting for the food. Donar's going to dish out the plates um, and putting a plate in front of everybody. And uh, to Rook, he's going to say as he puts it down, Rook from Silvery Moon, I, I hope you can understand where we're coming from today. I know we had some big words outside, but a lot's been put on our plates that isn't eggs and bacon, you know. And we've we've had to deal with a lot the past week or so. So I just hope you understand where the emotions lie right now. It's not necessarily personal. We still don't really know you from Adam, but I uh, I just hope you get it, you know? Rook almost lulls for a second in a very introspective way and just says, kind of snaps back to, and there have been many threads severed in the past few days. It is very sad, and the toll has been taken on all of you. But you are doing good. Well, I appreciate that. It's uh, not exactly strangers to feeling severed from things, you know? Hmm. Just eating. <laughs> I, I, I do have a... Uh, uh, actually, wow, I, I can't believe I forgot about this. Donut's going to root around in his pack for a small, like, rustic kind of bottle with red liquid in it. And he's like, right before I made, I, I left the monastery, I, I tried making my own hot sauce. Uh, we, we got a, a, a deal on some peppers. If anyone wants it for, for the eggs, no, no hard feelings. Spitz will s- slowly raise her hand and just say, I don't think I've ever had hot sauce before. Oh, this is a perfect place to start. Cause I, I wanted to make one that was good for people who, who don't uh, deal with spice too well. So it's got some offsetting factors. There's some fresh dill and things, and yeah, yeah, try it if I'll, you want. I'll try it. It's this very is, vinegar, vinegary, if you if that's your thing. This is delightful, truly the best brinner I've ever had. It might be the only brinner I've ever had. Uh, shit, I, Spitz, I forgot that I, I haven't really cooked since since we met you. This is this is kind of my my thing to do. It's brilliant. You're oh, brilliant, thanks. Donar. Thank you, dude. You're so tall. How'd you? Uh, you said you could be so tall. I uh, I grew. I have parents that are Goliaths. It's in my blood. I'm actually on the shorter side. You know, I got those two inches. Uh, it's it's no big deal. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come forward in spirit. I'm seven foot two. Okay. No, I'm six six. I thought I was the tall one. Shit. It's okay. I don't know if I've met anybody, well, any non-Goliath that's taller than me. But 
I digress. I hear it's hoping we didn't. And then she keeps shoving her face. Don't, don't our will make uh, food until people don't want anymore. This isn't like a one plate kind of thing. He will make seconds, thirds, fourths. Boone wants a lot. Oh, yeah. Same. Um, Spitz has also sat next to Brune this whole time and just very quickly says, Brune, my friend, I know we haven't checked in yet, but I wanted to say I'm sorry that I did not immediately come to your aid when everything happened. As a fighter, you should look out for your other fighters, but I wanted to make sure that the threat was null. And there were a lot of emotions happening. But I wanted to make sure you're okay. Uh, with that, Brune kind of keeps eating for a few seconds uh, before he starts to listen. And he kind of cracks a smile. And he's, he says, oh, I'm sorry I've been distracted. It is not Brune anymore. In the blast, I believe Saloon gave me a message. She said, do not be fooled, Oak. You are quite alive. And, uh, I believe that is my name now. I do not know why, but I would like to be called Oak now, I think. Oak is a beautiful name. It's nice to meet you, Oak. You want some more eggs? I would, thank you. As far as your question goes, physically... I feel I must say something. Something about that blast from Kai was felt wrong. It was something I felt with the impact of it, or I rather, rather, I did not feel with the impact of it. We, we all saw the blast, what it did, the destruction, but I didn't feel that destruction to my body. It seems to appear that I was harmed, but. It, it hardly feels like I was damaged at all. It should have killed me, I believe. It was like any ex unlike any explosion I've ever seen. It does give me pause, and I worry that this may not have been Kai's last trick after all. And I have been thinking about that for some time. Mentally is a different story. I'm full of doubt with the, the evening's events. Spitz. He he says this directly to Spitz. I had a student once. I was a teacher with a with a slight smile. You know the moon here. He kind of gestures to the to up uh, her goddess saloon. Uh, do you know of her? I don't know of her. Well, saloon is pretty. I mean, everybody knows the name. Of the I moon do is know saloon. of her. <laughs> I do, but I wanted to hear your interpretation of her brune. You've been painting such beautiful pictures, Claire. I don't know if you know about a saloon goes through the sky, and there is these shiny kind of stars that follow her, called saloon's tears, that follow behind oh. her in the sky. She's beautiful. Brune wears the symbol of Saloon, which is an eye, and then seven circling stars on his, like, pointy triangle. Uh, Brune continues, he says, where I am, where I am from, I, I do not say this to shock you, but nobody knows her. Uh, where I am from, my planet has different gods. I did not know when she selected me as some sort of champion, and to be honest, I'm not sure what I am to her, but I started to follow her ways, 
and I taught in her name. The student that I mentioned, her name was Strike. What I've learned recently is that she's sworn to Shar, the goddess of the night, and the enemy of Saloon. The, the goodness that came from my partnership with Saloon was matched in an eagle as Strike left my teaching and slaughtered an entire village at night. I should have seen the darkness brewing, and perhaps I even did, but buried it under my pride and foolish hope that I could teach her better. You see, Kai was right in a way, and that I do use my body to stand against many things, and with great success. Though perhaps my mind has been equally as stubborn, hoping for the best from friends, regardless of their actions. Too much pride that I can hope and to change them. I, I have always felt guilt in questioning my trust of those close to me, and I will no longer burden myself with that guilt. The hope of redemption cannot always outweigh the potential for destruction. And he looks around at the group, um, specifically not at Rook, though. Uh, you are people I now trust, though. Our travels, and I, and I trust you to understand my, my struggle. But I also challenge, I also trust you to challenge those thoughts when necessary, and I will meditate on the courage and confidence going forward. Uh, <laughs> we have become quite the bail. The, that is the total word for tribe. And with that, um, he'd like to call in, uh, Nabernacher and order, uh, six drinks for everybody. <laughs> Copper comes in, like, it's like, like in his nightgown, actually, he has like one of those, like, old timey, like, night <laughs> shifts. Scrooge. And yeah. And <laughs> he has the hat and everything, a little floppy hat. And he comes in, he's like, um, I think I've got some nosh back here. I'll bring you some. I'll bring you some glasses. Copper, if you're going to bed, dude, I I can pour them up. Don't worry. Uh, about okay, it. he just brings <laughs> you the, the glasses all stacked up and like the bottle. He hands it to you. Thanks, dude. Do you want one on us, Copper? So, do you want a drink on us? It's Copper. You sleep. It's, <laughs> it's, it's my. It's 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 my bottle. So I'm just letting y'all have it. Oh well. Okay. Ron, I messaged you. Something. Uh, I call Fang calls Copper over, uh, just with a, a wag of his finger and whispers something in his ear. He goes back, gets the bottle. There are seven glasses, eight glasses, seven glasses. Okay. And he puts Gibson. Yeah, if to Willard's it. in the the basement, then seven. Boone would make a toast if nobody else wants to take it. Uh, since he's kind of going off his mini monologue there, uh, once everybody, including himself, has a glass, uh, he'll say, I remember every name I have ever had, and there are many. Every time my name is changed, it is a rebirth in a small way. I believe this too can be our rebirth. We mourn Kai, we mourn what we have lost, and we emerge changed today. Just as the seasons change, slowly, and then all at once. And he'll take a sip of his first alcohol ever. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That Trex is going to lift his up and think for a second. And he's just going to he's going to hand his drink over to uh, Spitz. Spitz is a total lightweight. 
So she's just like nursing it, but she'll take it. She's like, it's been a long fucking day. <laughs> she's so big. Um, Fang she just never drinks. Takes the the seventh, right? One, two. Yeah. There's six of us, right? In six, the room? six in the room right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Fang takes the seventh glass, and uh, I get from wherever the pile of them were, and just deliberately sets it at Kai's station, and raises his silently to oak and takes a like downs at least half of it donor has not uh taken a sip yet he accepted the um the glass from oak and has just been staring at it and looking at the glass he's gonna say quietly oak you you mentioned that you felt something weird about the explosion um i feel like i should speak up and say that i dude and he puts his his hand on his forehead and he's gonna say i i (sighs) I I don't know, man. There is a there is a chance. I don't I don't even ever know how this shit is possible. But I, I, there's a part of me that doesn't believe it. There's a part of me. I was dead set watching the thing, and there was a part of me that just it seemed to me like maybe it was an illusion. I don't I don't know. I I don't even know a quarter of what Kai was is was capable of. But there's there's a part of me that is thinking, shit, man, if there's a lot that he didn't tell us, and there's a lot that Kai did not tell us, there's a chance that he's out there somewhere. And we all saw it happen. We saw Meat Hook get murked, but we saw Kai disappear or crumble or something. And I, I didn't check. I didn't check the spot on the floor. I don't want to make this weird. And I don't, I don't want to make it seem like there, there's like a chance he's out there when he's not actually, but shit, Oak, you mentioning that makes me feel like I'm not alone in this. I don't know if anybody else saw anything, but I've been kind of freaking out. I haven't even known how to begin to process it, so I made 80 pancakes. I'm not <laughs> familiar with many magics, but he was a mysterious person, and I don't want to rule anything out. There is part of me that fears what happened. Fang looks up from his glass and he says, I agree with you. I do not, I do not think that what we saw is the whole story. Uh, As Ryan was on her way out of, of the meeting, she moved with a quickness, but thanks to my friend and he, uh, puts a finger, taps his ear and he says, Ryan specifically told me, that everything will be okay. And if anyone should have been mourning Kai in that moment, it was Ryan. He'll continue and he'll say, so I I think that we are right to doubt. I I believe if anything, what Kai, that is, that is what Kai gave us the most of. Doubt? In, (laughs) in true fashion. Yes, Donar, I, I, I'm, I'm, I do mean to say that. I, I believe that he cast doubt on a lot of situations. We ourselves had a lot of doubts about Kai himself. And I think that in this moment, in that moment, I should say, that Kai, Kai had, had none. And he has left us with many. And Fang raises his glass again and downs the rest of it. Donar will join him on that one, finally downing it. Oak will too. Spitz looks around and finishes her glass, too. (laughs) (laughs) Rook is going to take the smallest sip out of respect and then just kind of push it aside. 
this tastes weird. Uh, it's not great drinking. Out. I don't know if you've ever had a drink before Oak, but like it's, it, like it's. I like having the occasional drink, but it sometimes it doesn't taste good. I'll be honest. <laughs> it, is, it is for a, a an experienced palate. I must say, I expected it to be smoother. You no. you get used to it. You, you you drink it mostly for how it makes you feel. Well, you don't right now, Trax. I didn't want to call attention to it, but first time I've ever seen you reject a drink. Yeah, I, I decided to approach everything for now with a clear head. Do you want to smoke a little? Well, I'll still do that. Yeah, well, yeah, give me something. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, because depending on the person, that could, because there are some people who that clears their head right up. No, I, I handle that fine. I'm, I'm done drinking myself into a stupor. Don't I will um will slide the the water pipe across the table to him. Thank you. <laughs> Spitz will lean over to Oak and say, "What is that?" Has Oak? Ha- I'm pretty sure Oak has smoked before. Yeah, that's when he oh, became uh, Shiv, I believe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember every name I've ever had. <laughs> Listen, listen. I'm savage uh, today. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Oak, Oak will kind of whisper to Spitz, it really is something you just have to try. I guess now's as good a time as any. Well, uh, Spitz, Spitz, I'm sorry. I, I don't want you to get cross-faded. I, I, <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I totally know what that means. It's it's when you drink a lot and also smoke a lot, and I, I've I've purpose like I did it once when I was 16, and I'm never gonna do it again because it made I got the spins, and I didn't go to like classes the next day. I guess today I had your fine cooking for the first time. Some other time I will have to try this mysterious pipe. I call it the, well, the pipe is not called the dank, but the substance is called the dank. Wonderful. We will have to try the dank. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, as we dank and, and drink and all the things, uh, <laughs> Fang, he looks at Oak and he says, Oak, uh, do you, do you have a, perhaps a, a an estimation and or spits uh, an estimation on the the amount of time that these these journeys should take us. Oh, if you give me some time for figuring. Um, getting to Tourmaline, what was it like an eight hour eight hours or maybe like a, an hour or two after that to get to Lonelywood? So not long to get to Lonelywood. Going to the far west, if you just cut straight across, because you can take the tin trail down. Then follow Red Run over, so that actually may. Um, and do we still have access to dog sleds? Has that all, been? Well, all you had to do was like if she told you like to come get them. She has a place in in Bryn Shander, and if you need the, the dog sleds to come get them. Good news. As we're figuring those estimations, I Fang uh, would also bring up. Uh, so I, I suppose the plan right now is for Spitz and Trax to go one way. Donard has decided that he, he will go with me. Oak and Rook, the choice is yours. Uh, Rook, you, you are coming into this situation at a, at a unique moment. Um, we do not usually split up like this, but it appears that is what is happening. Sorry, Dungeon Master. Oh my god, I'm going to kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the way it's supposed to go. 
I, I do not have any personal business here, of course. I'm here to do the most good that I can, is what I believe. So I will go where I'm needed the most. Um, I feel maybe Spitz, if you're going with tracks, maybe I will go with Fang and Donar. I have a bit of a, a map of the towns in my head, if you will, that I believe I could guide them where they need to go. I noticed that. Uh, Fang looks to Rook and he says, you have, you've spoken about your, your abilities in, in more or less terms that I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that most of us uh, kind of understand. And he looks around the group and uh, he says, but uh, you, of the, of the little that you have heard this evening, do your skills uh, cater to any sp- any direction more helpful? I'm troubled. Do tell. Fate is very fragile, as I've said. The more tension placed on it, the more in danger it becomes of snapping, as it already has. Free will is troubling. We are allowed to do whatever we wish. It is not my place to intervene on either account. You offered your help. Are you now denying it? Because you cannot make a choice. There is one true thread that still exists. What makes you believe that? I've never been one for destinies myself. Hmm. Until recently, I didn't even know there were other planets. As far as anyone could have told me, my destiny was always on Mistara. And here I am, in an unknown planet in a frozen wasteland. I do not know faith directly, fate directly, but there are those who hold the strings. That is how I know. Rook, I, I gotta, I gotta say, dude, I, I don't think I'm following. It takes me a second, and I've had a lot of new information today. Not in an aggro way. I just, I'm not following what you're saying. You have all sacrificed very much of yourselves already. You have set aside countless needs and desires to be where you are now. But yet, the work remains unfinished. Do you falter now? Oh, so you're you're talking about the dragon. Okay. Um, So you do not agree with our decision to do other tasks first? I think stretching the threads thin is a risk, but it is free will. If we can, we might be able to, because I I see what you're saying. I'm with it now. And I think we, we can think about this like, like stretching a muscle so it doesn't break when it does get tested. You know, because you're right about stretching. Th- like if you stretch a, like a piece of yarn, it's going to be so much easier to cut through. Right. And I'm not high. I'm just talking. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> what, what I'm, what I'm saying is the, the pieces of the puzzle that we are stretching to get accomplished in the next week or so might make that string you're talking about stronger in the end. He's sure free will, but we're, we're making the choice not to go directly after the end goal, so it'll be easier to accomplish at the end. 
and what should happen if the threads are cut in other places? We, we'd have no way of knowing. Then your idea of destiny is faulted. Fate has already been faulted here. The dragon was never supposed to exist. You were supposed to succeed. The dragon was here before we were. That much is clear. Do you believe you never had the chance to stop it? I think we tried. Did you? I didn't. I don't even know where you were during the dragon fight, Rook. I think we tried almost the freaking best we could, and we lost a lot of people. As a group, we as got a gentile, quite close. Look, I, I don't look. If we're, if we're speaking in 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 hypotheticals here, but it doesn't matter what what happened. It only matters what we're going to do. So, you may take your alternate routes, on hope that you succeed and grow stronger in the end, or you follow the thread to where it leads. End the threat before it begins again, and then follow your free will wherever it may take you next. Well, I cannot disagree that the dragon is the most pressing of the issues here. First of all, I would like to say it's very rude to say we failed when we did our best. That's very true. To fight dragons, and we welcomed you here, and we fed you, Rook. I just want to be frank on the whole first impression thing. It is not an affront. It's merely a fact. Sure, okay. And I you do failed as well. know is that, not true? that we all want right. to fight this dragon. While I cannot directly speak for Fang's quest, I know at least what Trax and I are planning is to give us the strength to go to the fortress with the Duragar, which we know there are a lot of, and we know they are very strong. And last time, when we were at full strength, we almost lost Donar. We would have lost Donar had I not heard the commotion and been able to come in and help. So, we need strength to accomplish this task. Now, I understand what you're saying. I really do. If it were up to me, I would go right now and I would take out that dragon. But I don't currently have the strength to do that. Do you understand? If you want to help us, please help us. This is not helping. This is being rude and being cryptic. If you want to go fight the dragon, please just say, let's go fight the dragon. And give us those two cents, okay? I hate to be so... Ah. In the midst of a good time, but we're trying to make decisions. Hard ones. I understand. And to come in here and say we failed is bold. It's bold. Forgive me. I don't know if I will, but I'll give you another shot, okay? I will forgive you if you prove your worth, okay? That's what I'm going to say about that. Claire, take an inspiration. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I know that I am probably not the one that you want to go on a quest with, but may I suggest that since we have three of our party 
going to do something that will make us stronger. And only two of the party so far going on to do something. That you join us. You prove your worth. You help us get this shield guardian. And then we will go and we will take out that dragon and as many of the Duragar as we can. Because we will have the strength as a full team. <sighs> this was a mistake. What was the mistake? I was led to think that your purpose was clear. What do you mean by that, Rook? From Silvery Moon? Even now, you head in different directions. We do not know you. We will not take orders from you who speak. As I said, you have free will. For Foltis sake, he's he's right. He, he we cannot we 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 have something to do, and Fang is Fang is clearly distraught again. He says, "I, I don't, I don't claim to know the right direction, and I thought that I did, and I thought that I needed to handle this, but I, we cannot deny that he is right, right? Uh, how how long will this I put us off? I believe we can. What do we know of this man? We know that he." Where's this color? Great. We know that he speaks in riddles. I do. I will not follow him over you. I do not mean to follow him, but I do mean to consider it. I think. I, I think I, that he is. I, I believe that he is. He is candid, perhaps overly. And Fang looks at Rook. Uh, he says, "But I believe that he speaks to avoid further damage down the road." Should we lose enough time, we may not be able to maintain the headway that we have already gained. I have put, and he swallows hard, he says, I have put my purpose here in Icewind Dale on a back burner, so to speak, because there was a more pressing matter. That was always the reason. The, the more pressing matter, the more pressing matter, the more pressing matter. That's what we have been doing. We have been making decisions the whole time about moving toward the more pressing matter. And in this moment, I cannot deny that, that, that the dragon is the most pressing matter. I also do not disagree that we need more strength. The dragon remains unfinished because we were not strong enough to take care of it. But we have left it wounded, and who's to say it will not come back stronger? Then maybe we all go with tracks. Gain that strength. Yes, maybe we do. Fang, dude, I, I just didn't want you to miss your chance. Like, of, of, co of course the, the dragon could destroy everything, but we're so close, man. My, my thought was, if a group was already going with tracks, we could use the time that they took to accomplish what you wanted to, if we were going to do that anyway. Fang is, he says, I, what, what I must do is, is very important. I, I will not deny this. I, it is important to me, and I believe that it could help uh, us in the long run. Uh, but I must, I'm, I must make decisions based on logic and reason. And I must put away my emotions. And he says that through kind of like gritted teeth and there's something behind his eyes that uh, he doesn't share. Um, what is leading me toward Lonelywood is my emotions. Logic tells me to move south, either with you all or toward the mountain. I do think we are stronger as a team. 
and our two choices could be either go straight for the dragon or to get the shield guardian and go. Fang, I understand this is a very difficult choice that you've made, and I would like to make it very clear that in honour of your sacrifice, as soon as we take care of the dragon, we will go to Mer... to Mer Dueldon. We will go to Lonelywood. We will take care of this pressing matter. We will see to it that you are able to do that. If it's not as the full party, we'll at least have a smaller version of the party go. That will take priority. I've been saying for a while now, I would like to point out, that the dragon comes first. And I firmly believe that. That's been my personal goal this whole time. And I really appreciate the strength it takes to make a choice like this. It's not easy to do. But if we don't take out that dragon, it can destroy all of the ten towns. We've seen its carnage already. So now we have the one choice of are we going to get the shield guardian first or are we going to go in as a unified team? And that's something to think about. But already this decision is so much stronger than before. And thank you. Thank He doesn't say anything. He's just kind of broken his gaze from the group. Dono is also looking straight down at the table and he's just going to mumble. I'm going where Fang's going. Maybe after some silence, Fang says, It has... It has been a day. Perhaps what we need is rest. Yeah. Rest sounds great right now. Fang looks over to Rook and he says, You have not been here long. And yet, you have given us much to think about. I do not know whether to thank you or not, but it has been done. At the very least, he looks around to the group, he says, at the very least, I'm, I'm glad to rest tonight as six. When the dragon has been destroyed, I will tell you who I am and why I'm here. But only then. I just want to know why it has to wait. Why not be up front, dude? We've been through so much, and I imagine you have to. If we're going to be traveling with you, I I agree. Yes, our last, our missing compatriot did not tell his full truth, and we are worse off for it. Rook will slowly start looking at his left hand, which is gloved with a black leather glove. What difference does it make? Oh, everything. It's a matter of trust. And you've already insulted us several times, I'd like to add. You could leave this tavern now and we would not lose any sleep over it. You are, you are just another man to us right now. Unless you are honest with us. He unfolds the glove and slowly starts pulling at the fingertips. And he pulls off the glove, and as opposed to his ashy white skin, his fingertips are black. And they move down his hand in almost this veiny gradient. And he turns his hand around 
with his palm to face the others. And there's a tiny black, almost looks like a gem in the middle of his hand. But you're not sure if it is or not. And he just says, There is little I can say or do to step outside of my fate. I have done that to be here with you all. To help and not to hurt. But understand this is of great risk to me as well. He turns around his hand and slowly starts putting his glove back on. What was the gem in your hand? Yeah, that just that just gave us more questions. It is not a gem. It is an eye. Oh, of whose? Hers. Fang, make a religion roll. Whose whose eye is that? Eighteen. Sending you a message. Thank you. Oh, oh, does ask whose eye is that? Speak plainly. If you do not know, then it won't matter to you. I'm telling you right now that it matters to me. Please answer the question. And he's going to kind of stand up and put his hands on the table and make himself big. He says, he doesn't need to answer the question. Fang looks at Rook and he says, I saw the, the bird in your thoughts earlier. You mean to say this is the eye of the Raven Queen? It is the eye of my mother. Does that mean your mother's the Raven Queen? Not of natural birth, but I was created by her. Explain more, please. Created? I will not risk saying more, because the further I stray from my tether, the closer she comes to cutting it. And then what would happen? Then I begin again. Ron, does, does this room have beds? Is it a no, sleeping place uh, as well? Well, it, that, uh, yeah, there's like cots that are like folded up that can be unfolded that you can sleep in. Yes. Don't I was going to stand up and um, move to one of the cots and say, yeah, I think um, Spitz and Fang, you were right. I think sleep's going to do us good. I, I, I cannot, con- I, I, <laughs> I gotta be alone with my own thoughts right now. I gotta be alone with my own thoughts. Good night to you all. Hope the pancakes were good. Don't know. I was going <laughs> to unfold a cot and lie down facing away from the room. And then he's going to stand up and go get the water pipe and light it up on his way back to the cot. Spitz will say, it was absolutely delicious, Donar. So glad. And thank you. I look forward to more meals. If you have any requests, let me know. If I have a full kitchen, I can make anything. Wonderful. And she'll say, I'm going to follow suit as well. Rook, I do not trust you. You need to be level with us if you're going to be with us. That's all I have to say. Good night, everyone. And with that, the rest of you drift along with your own thoughts, you know, thinking upon the day's events and what's to come. And as you rest the full eight hours, you wake up at level seven. Ah, God. And that's where we're going to end it for the night. Jesus I love, Christ. I love it. Yeah, I love, on a, we've been on level, level six for a year. Oh, my God. <laughs>
I could cry. I'm so excited to get a nobility score. <laughs> I get more maneuvers now. That's I dope. three and three, but <laughs> your girl needs some help with those numbers. I get a cool Jesus. little, uh, if anyone's making a saving throw or ability check, I can add my intelligence modifier to it, which is... Damn. Plus five. Four. Uh, three. Plus five. Two. One. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Excellent. Okay, awesome. Wow. A lot going on. A uh, lot going on. Listeners. That was like, some really, like, We like of... each other. We really do. Yeah. <laughs> do we have any beer recommendations or reviews to read? I think we have a review. It's been a while. Claire, have, have you gotten to read one yet? I know that we've all read before. Uh, yeah, I think I read the, the one, the first episode I have done. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pass that book. Oh, the Bill OMG, but I can't. I don't know what. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I can't see his his name it's on a, the screenshot. But Bill, at the very least, we know. Bill OMG, I'm running something dot 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 in the better late than never category. Listening to Severed Sons D and D from the beginning. Just finished the Sacrifice Part Three. Solid stuff here. Not that you're surprised. I mean, you did it. So, thank the you, Bill. The sacrifice part three. You mean the one we recorded October twenty sixth, twenty twenty? Oh my God, that was over oh, a year ago, an oh, age God. and a half ago. Yes. Wow. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> uh, do we have any other things we need to talk about? I can put more uh, separate sips in the Discord. Oh, that would be awesome. I've had those done for. Ooh, I made. I love a, those. Custom cocktails for all characters, including one for Spitz, and I'll do one for Rook as well. Um, oh, shit. See, that's the stuff in the Discord that you really got to yeah. be part of. Yeah. But, uh, no. Rook's is going to be, you don't know what's in it. It's just a mystery ingredients. So. Oh, I have thoughts. <laughs> yeah. It's just super purple. It's, it's just jungle juice. It's going to be Vanique. <laughs> so much, like seven lavender sprigs on it. I did the, I'm glad I did the Kai when I did, I guess, when we, we recorded, yeah. I suppose for the Patreon it was. Um, just like a hangout sesh happy hour, yeah. and I, I shared the Kai Raiju then. Um, so I'll, I'll put more separate sips in the Discord. Fun story. Uh, I think it was Foxtrot who posed the question in that same chat, almost as if telling the future, asked if your character was like dying, was gonna die what would their last words be? And I purposefully stayed out of that question (laughs) because I knew it was coming. Fun times. Fun times. Okay, well, let's do a wrap-up. Drop your social. Hey, everybody. My name is Paul. I've been playing Donar, the pliable Dracodonian, Dragonborn, Monk, Bard, now Bard, level three. Um, hey! Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Paul Gary. Um, and just remember that everybody has first pancake syndrome. The first of the bunch is never going to be perfect, but keep going, and you'll make good pancakes. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. I, I yeah, but- my first pancakes suck, guys. Okay. Thanks for listening. This is Ross. I've been playing Fang. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at GriffRM. Um, I don't have much to add to that, but. Uh, yeah, just I'd like to plug the Discord again. Come join us because the community is a lot of fun. We're on there every day. We have a lot of things to talk about, but please come have fun with us. 
Hey guys, it's Blake. I've been playing Rook, the something that you will find out at some point. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at BlakeRollsDice, and you can come yell at me about how my characters are always so sus. <laughs> hey, hey, I am Josh. I've been playing now Oak the Turtle Fighter. Um, you can find me at joshingaround88 on Twitter and Instagram. And I didn't get to use them tonight, but I finally have my Starbuck they dice. They're so pretty. Cool. Oh my god, they're they so like pretty. they they're like a, a kind of tan color until you shake it that they become a glittery scarlet. And uh, also, I got my art of uh, my total character from uh, Steel, uh, at Chief Steel on Twitter, that I really, really love. So, uh, just quick shout-outs to them. Thanks for being super awesome and really good fans. Hey, it's Zach playing uh, Trax, the Cobalt Artificer. Um, uh, you can follow me at ZachBorrell10 on Twitter. Um, my The beer I was drinking tonight was Stone's Fear Movie Lions, which was delicious. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, it's super tasty. Double hazy. It's heavy. It's pretty heavy, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Mad hoppy. Yeah, super hoppy. I, I, I like a really hoppy beer, so that's just for me. But yeah, check it out. It's pretty tasty. <laughs> hey, I'm Claire. I've been playing Spitfire, and I think today you learned why she has that name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Themisloth. It's just chaotic posts. There's coffee, there's drawings, there's fun times there. My recommendation today for a drink is unconventional. It's drink from a pasta jar. Do it. You won't regret it. I do it <laughs> every like, session. Just like water or anything? I'm currently drinking liquid IV. Oh, so good. For hydration. It's good. Like liquid it's IV, from a jar. like the letters IV? Yeah, like the, yeah. like the, Intravenous. Your, um, you get them at Costco, thing. they have like little, like little powder things you can put in there. Yeah, I have so many left over from uh, my wedding, Ron, I will okay. bring okay. something. Okay, yeah. I appreciate that too. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you work in a job where you are like on the floor all the time and you like don't have a lot of chance to drink water, it'll save your life. Awesome. Keep you hydrated. I think it's the equivalent of a minor healing potion. <laughs> I need some of that. Agreed. And my name is Ron Murphy, and I will eat that first disaster pancake, slap some peanut butter on it, and I will yes. put some syrup and eat it. No will, shame. Does not matter if oh, it's ugly yeah. or not. It's still going to taste good. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Ron88KeysRBDM. Please subscribe and leave us a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, and share us with all your friends. Follow us on Twitter at DND and join our Discord. And our Patreon, which you can find the links in our link tree. Thank you to Wizards of the Coast, D&D Beyond, Roll20, and thank you to Sirenscape, Andre Sitkoff, and to Monument Studios for the amazing sound effects and music. Stay frosty! Ooh, it's so cold. It's chilly now, for real. It is. I'm by my big window, and I'm freezing. <laughs>
video games, art, theater, D&D, of course, and very serious channels like Zach's Saggy Curtain and Josh's Squeaky Chair. I'm tearing up already. The Severed Sons Discord is a way for all of us to connect in a time when Zoom calls are tough to schedule, but apps are easy to open. You can find the link to our Discord in the link tree in our Twitter bio. We hope to see you in the server. Until then, stay frosty. Stay frosty.